All right. Are you good? Mm. Kaz, are you good? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> you got to keep it exciting somehow. I have a yeah, cat. pretty much. <laughs> yes, uh, we also got a midnight on uh, Dark Rat's lap. I would love to have a midnight right now. Mm. He's a good boy. Good times. All right, this is the uh, VGP E3 Special 2019. Yes. How is everybody? Excellent. Kaz? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had an exciting two days. <laughs> yeah. Haven't we all? The uh, this is uh gonna be the press conference recap for day one. We're only gonna be going over a couple of them so far, and the rest of them will be going over on the main show this Thursday. Yes. Well, day one if you're an American. Day one and two if you're in Brit in Britain like me <laughs> or Europe. Yeah. The uh, Ubisoft is ongoing right now, but we have not yet seen it, so we're not gonna be talking about that one. I've been told that there is um interesting things happening. <laughs> they always are. We'll see it when we see it. Uh, but yeah. So let's get right into this one. And because uh, uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. I honestly don't even know. I have no idea. So, I might not talk too much because I have a terrible cough and I'm trying to keep it under control. Right. And you're, so you have like a cold. Not maybe not a cold, but some sort of weird thing going on. I mostly just have the cough, to be honest. Hmm. So uh, there's that. And then on Kaz's side, I've been told that she's also sick. I'm just feeling a bit sickly. It's probably my liver. Mm. Got to keep it interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to this. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So the Xbox conference happened uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, We've all seen it. Yes. It was uh, an interesting time. It was. it was quite a strong one for Microsoft. I thought so, too. Opinion. I slept on it, and maybe it wasn't as shiny as I remember it being, but it was still... A, it was definitely solid. It was definitely solid. It was definitely not yeah, bad. It wasn't shit. And they even included the creepy children. Not as bad as what not you... Not as bad as normal. Yeah, not as, not as bad as what you're describing it as. No, there had to be some creepy child in it, though. Well, of course, it's Microsoft. It wouldn't be Microsoft yeah. without the creepy children. Uh, so, yes, it, it started up with an opening montage. Uh, first, and here's the thing with Microsoft. It was like, other than one thing, it was one trailer after another, after another, after another, after another. It was yeah. just, it kept going, going, going. Yeah, they just gunned it. Yeah. Uh, weird thing, though, in, uh, in retrospect, though, is a lot of the trailers didn't really show a lot of gameplay. It is true, yeah. Yeah, it was mostly just... Exactly that trailer. Yeah, pre-renders. Uh, so the first trailer was for a game called Space Colony. Uh, no, no, no. It was a Space Colony game uh, from Obsidian Entertainment. At first, you thought it was something else. No, I said it was the Outer Worlds. Yeah, you, know, you said it was Outer Worlds. I was the one who thought it was yeah, something else. Yeah, you thought it was something else. I was like, no, this is the Outer Worlds. Yeah, That's Obsidian. Uh, yeah, as soon as uh, we were on another Discord server with some friends, as soon as that came on, he got it instantly. Mm. Yeah, I knew it when it was immediately as soon as I saw it. Yeah. Uh, the Outer Worlds, it's coming out October 25th, 2019. Looks very interesting. That was that interesting. One. That did look good. Yeah. That was a strong opener. Uh, next, they brought out uh, Ronnie Tucker and Don Matthews from Ninja Theory. They showed a game for a trailer for their new game called Bleeding Edge. It's a 4v4 multiplayer game. It looked a lot like Overwatch yeah, to it was me. A it looks like an Overwatch yeah. clone. Uh, the alpha starts soon for that. 
the next trailer up was uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. That always looks... Ori games, is always a cute game. It looks like a cute game, but I never hear anything about them when they come out. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, same. I knew it was Ori as soon as it came. Oh, I oh, did too. Yeah. yeah, I did too. It was One uh, thing I've noticed with them games is they actually kind of have a look of uh, Dust and Elysian Tail. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Uh, that one's coming out February 11th, 2020. Uh, next trailer up was an interesting one. It flashed up with, like, from the creators of Minecraft. And I'm like, Mojang? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it's not the creator because he's no longer with them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, they did a trailer very much in the style of Minecraft, the same kind of 16-bit style, but in a higher resolution, obviously. Uh, from Mojang, it's, uh, it looks like a Minecraft-esque RPG coming out in spring 2020 called Minecraft Dungeons. That looks interesting. It looks interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be interested in playing it, though. I oh, don't, I, I don't reckon it'll be Mojang that have actually created that. I reckon it'll be one of the off teams. No, they said it was Mojang. They just said from the creators of Minecraft, but there's, like, three different studios that have worked on Minecraft. Yeah. And the thing is, Mojang have been absolutely hammered updating Minecraft Java Edition. Yeah. So they, they've not had time to work on a, another game. I'm pretty sure is what they said it was. I'll, I'd have to look at it again. But yeah, that, that, looked, that looked interesting. Matter of fact, I think that was the one thing that was shown that had more gameplay in it than anything else. It is true, yeah. It's it reminded very, me of like, Torchlight. Yeah, it was very Torchlight, Diablo-esque, those types of dungeon crawlers. Mm. But Minecraft. But Minecraft. So. Could be fun. Could be. Uh, next up, Phil Spencer came out uh, with the opening speech. Uh, he, uh, talking about how they've been working hard, making games. They said that he was gonna, they were going to show 60 games, which... Means they're you know they're probably gonna highlight about twenty of them and then forty of them are gonna go by in a montage that yeah. faster than I can write them down and oh hey what do you know that's more or less what happened uh, fourteen of these games are uh, uh, straight from Xbox Game Studios thirty four of them are gonna be ending up on Xbox Game Pass uh, n okay next up was um, a trailer for uh, I was like as soon as it popped up it was. Um, I knew it was Star Wars the moment it popped up. Yeah, yeah. It was Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order from Respawn Entertainment. Apparently, this trailer was, or maybe not this trailer, but this game has already been talked about at EA's thing on Saturday. All right. Which we haven't seen EA's thing yet. No, we haven't. But apparently, this was already talked about on Saturday. But it looked good. It does look good. It does look really good. It was uh, That's coming out November uh, 2019. Hopefully it actually is good and not another debacle like what happened last time. Yeah. I, I I don't know. It seems like a lot of Star Wars games get caught up in, uh... In EA. In EA. The EA effect. The EA effect. Uh, next up was another trailer for, uh... It looks very much like a silent... At first, to me, it looked like a Silent Hill game. But in done in a, like a Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil yeah, style. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake style. Yeah. And then it, then I, I started thinking about it, and then uh, it, we weren't sure if it was that or if it was uh, another Outlast game. It, yeah, I thought it could be either Silent Hill or Outlast. Yeah, it was some guy with a dog. I wasn't sure if he was like a park ranger or if he was police or what the story with that was. Yeah. But he was walking through the woods with a camera and looking through the, you know, the night vision on the camera. And... Uh, 
I wasn't really, you know, it kind of looked like that, but it was definitely in the style of the, you know, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. And um, it was, it looked interesting. And then it, what it is, is kind of bizarre as to why they're going back to this property specifically. I know. It's very strange. Still looks good, but it's, the game is called Blair Witch. Yeah, that one caught me off guard. I thought it was going to be either Outlast 3 or like a new Silent Hill game. But uh, yeah, Blair Witch. Who has who thought about Blair Witch in the last twenty years? I know that's. I'm like that's well, like based on it. That's who thought of it. It's like my god, it looks interesting though. I will definitely check it out. It definitely looks interesting. It's coming out uh, end of August, 2019, August 30th. I will absolutely be checking this one out because that one caught yeah, my you attention. Yeah, you love horror games. Yeah, the uh, was, I have not thought about the Blair Witch project in like twenty years. Like holy shit. Yeah, uh, that one caught me off guard too because I thought it was either Silent Hill too. But as as the trailer went on, and there was more of a reliance on the night vision with the camera, we're like, oh wait, no, this has got to be Outlast. Yeah, it looked very Outlast. It looked like a fusion between Silent Hill and Outlast. So that alone caught my eye on it. Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, definitely. Did uh, you not see the new Blair Witch? No, I have not. I didn't even know there was a new Blair Witch. I didn't even know there was a new one. I remember I saw the original Blair Witch, you know, way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I saw that way back. And another was a new one now. I remember the from way back. It was the ending was not all that satisfying. Not really, no. It just sort of ends. Yeah. I remember that movie though. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Next up was a trailer for it, the, the moment it started up. It so it, like a new trailer starts up. All of a sudden, it flashes up CD Projekt Red, and everyone in the crowd starts freaking out. Oh yeah. Uh, so I knew all, all right off the top it was going to be Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, from what they showed this time by, it's definitely looking good. You know, this was definitely more of a uh, a pre-rendered FMV style thing going on where you're you're going to some hideout of some gangster, some sort of thing just went down where the police are looking for your the the I'm guessing player guy. Yeah. He's at a, you know, this gangster's hideout, and the gangster double crosses him and tries to get rid of him because apparently he didn't want all this heat brought towards him. Uh huh. Which I don't know how they would expect anything other than that happening. I mean, basically, it looks like futuristic Grand Theft Auto. Basically, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be fun though. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm not. I'm not terribly against. Yeah. It definitely looks good. Uh, yeah, well, it's interesting to me as well. This one. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to check out for sure. Uh, then uh, the big reveal though with this, uh, though, is at the end of this trailer though, apparently he lost the fight with this gangster guy and ends up out in some, like, I don't know if this was a dump outside the city or something like that. Uh, but then all of a sudden this other character comes, starts walking up to him as he's getting up and it, he kneels down. He's talking to him about how, Oh, we can't just give up now. And you, the camera pans up and it's Keanu Reeves, it's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> in, in, in the game. And then it's and then all of a sudden it cuts back to the Microsoft stage where they got this big reveal where all of a sudden the the, the, the like the curtain rises up and out walks Keanu Reeves and everyone in the crowd's <laughs> freaking out and cheering. That was really good. And I you know I, we can't really go over his entire speech at the beginning, but it was so funny. It was so good. It was so funny. <laughs> He's trying to get through this you know prepackaged speech as the teleprompter's going and everyone in the crowd keeps cheering and laughing and and, and thinking he keeps he laughing and cr- cracking, cracking up. up at the crowd. It's, it was awesome. I liked it. <laughs> it was pretty funny. No, you're breathtaking. <laughs> yes, that was amazing. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
Cyberpunk 2077 coming out a lot sooner than I was expecting. It's going to be uh, April 16th, 2020. Yeah, definitely. It looks good, though. It definitely it does look good. Uh, there's another couple of trailers here that, kept, that, that went by pretty quickly. There was a trailer for a game called Spiritfarer. Yeah, that one looked weird but interesting. Weird but interesting. The next trailer up is for a game that I honestly don't think anyone's actually going to buy or play. Probably, yeah. Because I think a lot of people were talking about it out of nostalgia, but really didn't intend to do anything with it. And that's <laughs> Battletoads. Battletoads. I don't know how many people actually in, actually cared for this game when it came out. When it, was this the early 90s, I think? I think so, yeah. I, I don't know if people were just talking out their ass thinking, oh, they'll never bring this back. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see the uh, sales numbers on that one. Yeah, to see if that goes anywhere. Because I don't, I don't know if it will or not. I honestly don't know. I don't think I ever played the original Battle I Codes. didn't either. Okay, apparently it's late 80s with an early 90s uh, with a crossover. With Double Dragon. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how many people are actually going to be buying and playing this. It doesn't look like anything I'm be interested in. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. We'll see. Uh, Al Gazera says it's awesome. Yeah, I never honestly played it back in the day. Same here. Uh, then, um, oh, the next trailer that came up was looks very interesting. It's, it definitely has... Um, Art aesthetic in its favor. Uh-huh. It was uh, RB. Uh, it's uh, it's RPG time. The Legend of Right. Yeah, this one looks really interesting. It looks really cool. The way it's it looks like a pop up book and kind of like a pencil drawn comic, but in motion. Yeah, it kind of looks like one of those uh, old school like activity books that had, like mazes and puzzles and all sorts in it. I really like the art aesthetic in this one, though. The pencil drawing is really unique. It really makes yeah, it stand out a it's lot. It's not just that, but it's also that, but in motion. But in motion, yeah, yeah. It's it's fully animated. It's but, very like, unique. sketches. I actually like the way that... Uh, oh, yeah, it looked fantastic. It looked fantastic. They may think of Scribble Notes. A little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit, to an extent. Uh, next up was a uh, a montage from uh, ID at Xbox. Uh, too many games, too fast to write. Yeah. Uh, some looked more interesting than others. I, again, I couldn't tell you which ones were which. Yeah. They went by far too quickly, as is always the case every year. Uh, Sarah Bond, head of uh, Xbox Partnerships, came out, talked about uh, ID at Xbox. Uh, all the ID at Xbox games are going to be uh, Xbox Game Pass games. Yep. Uh, there's going to be uh, Xbox Games Pass is coming to PC. Uh, there's an open beta for that starting today. There's a montage for the PC games that are coming to Xbox Games Pass. Uh, that's going to be $10 a month. There's going to be an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for four, uh, for $15 a month. That's uh, Xbox Games Pass Ultimate. That's That includes everything. Yep. Which is actually not a bad deal when you really total everything up. And to be honest, yeah. yeah, that's actually not terrible. For those who it applies for, is a good deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, this next one, that the next trailer that showed up is something that i got to get Kaz's opinion on. Um, it started up by saying that it's been powered by satellite data and Azure AI. It's like captured in real-time 4K. And we're like, okay, and it starts... Going over like people, you're, you're like pictures of cities and other locations you're, you're going over, and I'm like, this is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yep, and it was. Yeah, as soon as I was. saw that, 
I'm just sat there naming the planes. <laughs> of course you were. I do like the fact they've actually put some of the most the newest aircraft in like the Ace three twenty Neo jets. Yeah. That's the thing I noticed straight away. As soon as there was an Airbus, I thought that's a Neo. With with me though, I, first off, I was naming all the locations as they were sh- yeah, showing yeah. up. Uh, but furthermore to that, and probably even more importantly, did we have all four thousand of those Ks involved? Mm. It's very important. How the fuck should I know? I'm using a standard HD monitor. That was exactly. the problem. That was the problem though. It was like the, <laughs> as we're watching it, the stream is buffering in and out, and we're going from like. 720 to 480 and maybe even lower than that and it keeps getting like sharp and fuzzy and sharp and fuzzy and i'm like i don't know if all these k's are actually here like they're claiming <laughs> it wasn't going fuzzy on me ironically enough it stayed clear no it was fuzzy for us for sure yeah because we were on the youtube stream i think everyone else was on the twitch stream yeah i was on twitch so that might have been the difference. Yeah. You, t- I noticed with Bethesda's, I was watching GameSpot's coverage on YouTube. Their quality was horrendous. Yeah, on so YouTube. I think it was just the YouTube players were freaking out. Well, to be fair, they had about two hundred and fifty thousand people watching at the same time. Yeah. Well, the Twitch stream had a lot of people watching as well. Yeah, but at least the stream was functional. So. Yeah, that's the point. But yeah, no, this game looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. As soon as I saw that, I knew you would be liking that one. Oh, yeah. I actually own Flight Sim X, but I've never really got around to putting any time in on it. You need to brush up now. You have to get ready for this one. No, what I need to do is get some actual decent controller things for Flight Sim. Yeah, you need a joystick. Actually, multiple joysticks would be good. No, I need a side stick and a throttle control. I've seen those setups before. They usually send those in a bundle. Yeah. Yeah. If it was up to me, I would uh, go down to one of the UK boneyards where you can buy real aircraft parts and do it that way, but I don't Ooh. have the room. That would work, too. That would be really be awesome. cool. Yeah. Oh, people actually do that. They set up oh, their I believe own it. flight sims. I believe it. I've seen some amazing ones, like triple screens for all the plane windows. Some had even five screens in, like, the garage. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, if I had the room to do that, I would be in heaven. They even have rumble packs under the seats, you know, to simulate the aircraft. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I believe it too. Yeah, uh, to answer Ghoul on our chat, a kid actually did train on Flight Simulator and got his pilot's license at 14. Nice. Yeah, it is yeah. that it is that level of simulation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could definitely flight learn sim- how to fly with that. Yeah, Flight Sim is no joke. And some of the mods you can get on it to add... You have to pay for them, but to add new aircraft types and that, they're perfect. I mean, for God's sake, you can even get a... You know, uh, that thing I've been watching, Plane Savers... Someone even did a full-scale model for Flight Sim of the plane they were restoring for D-Day. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely awesome. Uh, yeah, so Microsoft Flight Simulator. I do believe that's the first time we've ever seen something like that on uh, at E3. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that, that was unique. Uh-huh. Uh, next trailer up was for Age of Empires 2 remastered. Is it called the Definitive Edition? Yep. Uh, also in 4K. You know what made me laugh about that? What's that? 
the fact they're going on all in 4K and that, and I just went, these graphics don't need to be in 4K. I had that thought too. I'm like, it's already like a pixelated style. Like, do they really need to be 4K for that? It's a cartoony so, style. But... Why do you need 4K on a cartoony style? Because we need all of the Ks. It's true. 4K, 4K only really works if you're on realistic shit. 4... 4Ks aren't even enough. They need to be going for 16Ks at this point. <laughs> Gushing up, he just beat you to it. Ah, yes. I got beaten to that one. Yes, we need all of the Ks all of the time. There aren't even enough Ks in real life. (laughs) (laughs) The next, uh, yeah, the next trailer up was for, uh, it was like this, um, uh, it's like this, like, old, you know, uh, gold rush minor town kind of like from the 1800s kind of thing uh, but a drunk one talking about how oh come to colorado we got everything and he's like slurring everything and oh, talking yeah, about yeah. come to come like what the hell is this supposed to be like turn of the century gold rush town sort of thing and no it was like post-apocalyptic thing and i'm like all right looks I know, interesting I don't quite oh get my god that trailer was in, hilarious <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was pretty cool it was uh wasteland three Wasteland 3. Now, now that to me looked interesting. <laughs> yeah, it did look interesting. Uh, ooh. After the Wasteland 3 trailer, a guy comes out on stage. His name is Matt Booty. Matt Booty. Oh my god, I nearly pissed myself at that name last night because I was slightly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, alright. I'd imagine he got picked on as he uh, went through school mm, with a probably. name like that. Yeah, I was um, slightly drunk last night because I'd had a glass of gin. Hmm. I could not stop giggling at that name. Well, I'm just <laughs> immature, so I giggle at that anyway. Yeah, I probably would anyway. Uh, he's the head of Xbox Game Studios. Uh, I believe is what his full t- That may not be his full, full title, but as, as much as I could write, as fast as everything was moving. Uh, said in the past year, they've added seven. In the last couple of years, they've added seven new studios to Xbox Game Studios. Um, and then he talked about, you know, that program, what have you. And then they announced that Double Fine Productions is now also a part of Xbox Game Studios. So they picked up Tim Schafer's studio. Uh, it was at that time Tim Schafer came out on stage uh, talking. Of, uh, and it was so funny because he was um, he was talking all like, oh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we'll do anything we need for you. You need us to... Uh, he he joked about a couple of different things. It was, I forget exactly what he said, but it was pretty funny. It was like if you if you need us to do anything for like oh yeah if you need us to develop anything for like Minecraft or Excel we could do it. Yeah. Oh, we're your guys, and he's like, no, we just want you to make games. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> kind of funny though because they've gone through a couple of um their last few games were uh was it crowdfunded and yeah. they didn't pan out quite as positively as they were hoping so it's kind of funny that they're now all of a sudden going back to being you know under the wing of microsoft which to be fair if you're going to get bought out by anybody microsoft's a safer bet than most yeah these days definitely uh he's like oh okay and then tim shaver's like all right well in which case uh we've got a trailer for psychonauts 2 (laughs) and that's that was the next trailer double find uh production psychonauts 2 I've never really got into the original Psychonauts. I've never played the original either. I've never played it, no. Yeah, no. This one, as compared to the last couple of trailers, which were 
uh, in both in 4K between you know the Microsoft Fight Simulator and that Age of Empires 2. This one looked kind of janky. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. It's just maybe maybe it's an art style thing. Oh, maybe it's just that early in development. It could be that early in development. It's just I don't know. I'm not familiar with Psychonauts, so I don't know where my level of Expectation expectations should be. should be. Yeah, it's like or look my level of hype. Where should my hype be? For me, it's kind of low, and what I saw was a little jank. Yeah. I don't know. Still not the low point of the conference, though, by far. Uh, next trailer was for uh, we knew it was Star Wars immediately, but then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, no, it's Lego Star Wars. Uh, the Skywalker Saga. They're gonna be doing a uh, the entire Skywalker story in one game. Interesting. Oh my god, that when the arm fell off was hilarious. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> and then when the snowman's head just went plop. Yeah, that the was, Lego uh, games are interesting. Yeah. The humor in there is just so try on a lot of them. Uh, that thought of how Lego games are interesting, we'll get back to that. Moving on? Moving on. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Next uh, trailer up was for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Which is, oh, by the way, the Lego Star Wars is coming out in 2020. Yep. That's all they said was 2020. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, it looks like, you know, it was... This, this is interesting to me, since I'm quite a big Dragon Ball fan. This game, to me, is looking more like the old Budokai series, with a lot more freedom in it. Yeah. It looked good, Rather it definitely looked him. like Dragon Ball. It lo- It's looking more like the older games than the, uh, Fighters and the Xenoverse games, to me. And it looks like it's got a bit more freedom of movement. Mm. I know, it definitely looked good from what they showed. It looks like it's going through the story again like the uh, Budokai games did. Yeah, it, that's what it looked like to me as well. Uh, for those who are interested in that game, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to end up getting that. Mm. Probably. Coming out early 2020 is what they said. Yeah, Xenoverse and Fighters I've not got because they're just... After reading up on them, they're just not what I want, really. Last one I played was one of the Budokai games on, I think, PS2. That's how long it's been. I was going to say, that's been a hot minute. Oh, yeah. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. The uh, the next two trailers were some of the more interesting games they showed. Uh, the next trailer up was for a game called 12 Minutes. This looks fascinating. This, I, I it's kind of hard to... It, it, to get the grasp of what's going on with this one, I definitely encourage everyone to at least see this trailer and the next one's trailer. Very unique way to tell a story in that it's like a kind of like an infinite time loop, almost like a Groundhog Day, but it only goes through about 12 minutes of events. Yeah. And I imagine it's all happening in real time. It looks and like it's all happening in the same room as well. It's, it's happening in the this same one apartment room. weird to me. I don't know. To, to to the both of us, we look. We were really interested in this. Uh, I really like time loop games, so I'm interested. Yeah, in this to well. me, it just looked kind of weird. No, I love time loops. You can do a lot with time loops. Yep. The uh, it was what well, they uh, they described it as an interactive thriller, where it's like there there there's a woman and a guy at a table at the dining table in this tiny little apartment, and she's like, "I have some news to tell you," and the guy's like, "I already know. You're pregnant." And she's like, what, what, how do you, and he's, he's, 
and he, he was like, well, yeah, no, actually, there's going to be a knock at our door in a couple of minutes. There's a guy that says you killed your father. Yeah. You need to tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, whoa, and she starts freaking out. And it's like, but then all of a sudden there's he's like, the knock's coming any second. On the next thing you know, boom, boom, on the, and it's like, open up. It's the police. And it's like, uh, he's like, don't listen to him. He's not going to, I'm like, okay. It really got my attention. I thought it was going to be really, it's a cool concept. It is. It could be stupid though, like, and I, apparently other people are postulating this. It's like if you guess the right path initially, you could finish the game in twelve minutes flat and be done with it. Yeah. Or you could be struggling for hours at end. It's, it, I don't know. It could be a risky venture, which I'm okay with. Yeah, because something like that, you could also have, you know, multiple hidden endings. You could have a lot of secrets. You could have a lot, like, you could do a lot with stuff like that. Yeah. But we'll see what it turns out being. It's something I've got my attention, definitely has my attention now. Yeah. Uh, that and the next one as well, which completely opposite games from, from like a thriller to what probably is going to amount to a very chill game. Uh, the next trailer was for a game called Away to the Woods. Yes, this one looks cool. Uh, something about the light will guide you. Uh, it's something like, it's like a a baby deer and an adult deer and you're like going through what looks like an abandoned city and you're trying to find your way back to the woods or it's like, but it yeah. looks very chill it looks like it's light is going to play a big part in this obviously being the tagline uh-huh. is the light will guide you very chill i can already call this one right now the storyline the, the 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 adult deer is going to get killed before the end Probably it's supposed to be very sad. I I already see this one coming, but oh, it yeah. looks interesting. It does look interesting. That one caught my attention. Mm. Uh, that one's coming out in 2020. No date for 12 minutes though. I did not see them give a date for that. Uh, next up was an. Okay, here's the thing though: is that if this next game is your favorite game, you're gonna think it's this was an awesome portion of the conference. For everybody else who's just either mediocre to doesn't really care for this next game. It was definitely the low point for us. I would think I would like uh, your thoughts on. I forget what it was. Tell me what it was first. Uh... Oh yeah. The gears five. Yeah. So weird trailer. This one, they probably could have made the trailer a little more exciting. Yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. First off (laughs) gears of war five or just gears five is the next game that they talked about. They talked about it longer than any other game in this entire conference. Up to this point, it was it's been trailer, trailer, trailer. Someone would come out and talk for maybe a, not even a full minute, and yeah. then trailer, 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 and it was just an. Then all of a sudden, Rod Rod uh, Ferguson came out from the coalition, and this game had four different trailers just for Gears Five, and it didn't even show any gameplay. It's true. It was very weird. It's all pre-render, uh, full motion video type stuff. All like, all hype, no substance. The first one was just bizarre, where it's just like one character sitting in a room with a whole bunch of faces coming out of her it, face, like, ghosting out of their her, yeah. Her, that was her crazy. own face. It was just, and I was just like, what is this, and why is it still going on? You know, I I thought it was. I wasn't sure at first, but then I'm like, oh no, it's gears. And then because then I saw Marcus at one point ghost out of her face. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's gears. And that's when I wrote Gears of War Five, and but no, it's Gears Five is the official title. But it's like. All pre-rendered footage, and, uh, you know, footage. Uh, Rod Ferguson comes out talking about it. It's coming out September 10th. Um, they showed a tra- – they're not really talking about multiplayer modes and how they're going to be announcing multiple over the – you know, until the launch date of it. Today they announced uh, – or, you know, they talked about escape multiplayer mode. 
and they had a trailer for that, and then more pre-render, no gameplay, and then something about Terminator came up on screen if you pre-order the game. Yeah. They didn't really explain what that was about, but it was just like... Yeah, they did spend quite a long time on it, which was a little bit weird. Yeah, it was definitely... To me, it was the low point. Uh, I would just like to have seen some actual gameplay footage. That would have been nice. That would have been much better, I think. Yeah. Uh, next up, they talked. Uh, they they did like a like a promo trailer for they're redesigning the uh, the Xbox Elite controller. Yep. Uh, it's more like an upgrade, refresh, newer, better, faster, stronger, more expensive. More <laughs> just about yeah. to say that. They didn't. They didn't mention that during the actual conference, but apparently <laughs> the uh, the original Elite controller was 150 bucks. This one's like 180 is what I've been told. 179.99. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, yeah, way out of basic gamers budget. I'm sure it's awesome. If anyone Still. wants to buy one for me, I'll try it out. Exactly. Until that happens. I won't be able to try it out. Exactly. Yeah, I'll just stick to my pro controller for now. <coughs> yeah, uh, I'll just stick with my normal controller. I mean, my uh, Nintendo Pro controller there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just have a uh, the stock Xbox One controller that came with my Xbox One. I've got a PS4 controller with very janky wire, hence why I've stopped using it. That thing and a 360 controller somewhere. I have a 360 controller that I primarily use. Yeah, I've had to make the switch from PS4 to Switch controller because my wire on my PS4 controller is kind of twisted to death. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next up was a trailer for Dying Light 2. Again, not a lot of gameplay, more pre-render. Your character you're playing as is infected. Uh, It's more Dying Light. I was kind of mediocre on Dying Light. It's one of those games that I really wanted to like and I tried to like. It just was so bland, I couldn't. Hopefully the sequel's better. Hopefully. It looked like it might be. It might be, yeah. Spring 2020 for that one. Yeah, I'll have to give that one a chance when it comes out. Next up was... uh, I don't know if it was the highlight of the show for me. I don't honestly think so, but it was one that caught me off guard. Oh yeah, so there's this. <laughs> At first, they were, they started showing um some racing thing going on. And I'm like, oh okay, it's uh it's Forza. They're talking about Forza Horizon Four, and I'm like, okay, they're not talking about a new Forza. It's just Horizon Four, and I'm like, oh, and that's when I wrote down right here on my notes. I'm like, it's DLC. It's the next expansion. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they, they the last expansion was that uh, Fortune Island, which was, uh, it was all right. It wasn't bad. The big highlight with Fortune Island was it just you could find and get a lot of easy credits because of the money that was hidden throughout the the different treasures that yeah. were hidden on Fortune Island, where you could easily make millions of credits. That was the big you know selling point to that. And I'm like, I have the ultimate pass for my for Forza. I actually bought the game off of GameFly for like ten bucks, and then off of the Microsoft website, I got the ultimate uh, upgrade for fifty. So I basically got the full game, full the full ultimate edition for the price of a normal retail game. Yeah, which I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay, so I'm like, I I'm getting this. This expansion, I'm all. It's definitely uh, one that I'm. I'm already gonna get it. You know, there's no more buying it again for me. So I'm like, okay, what's it gonna be? And then all of a sudden, as this car is racing through the hills, all of a sudden, it's like the background get looks starts looking a little weird. And all of a sudden, the driver in the cockpit of this McLaren looks over, and all of a sudden, 
there's a there's a Lego car that pulls up next to him, and, and a Lego character looks out and passes him, and I'm like, <laughs> what the? F-? And all of a sudden they're racing through, and there's Lego buildings and Lego everything going on, and I'm like, what? Are you uh, Lego? And yeah, it's the Lego expansion. Oh my god, that trailer was glorious. That trailer was so funny. <laughs> and it, uh, and it, I thought about it, and I'm like, no, actually, it makes perfect sense. Because they already did the Hot Wheels. Yeah. Well, that was the thing with with Forza Horizon Three. The f- I forget what the name of the first expansion was, but they did like a serious expansion, and then they did kind of like a, a crazy, wild, over the top expansion. The second expansion for Horizon Three was the Hot Wheels expansion, which I did get and did try out, and I loved that one. It was hilarious. It was how so good. The realistic handling, but on those crazy you know, loop-de-loop corkscrew Hot Wheels type tracks is can be interesting and challenging and slightly different, especially with a more realistic handling output. And then I'm like, okay, it makes sense now. The Fortune Island was a bit more serious. Now they're going with something wild and crazy and over the top. And I know a lot of people online have been, have been tearing it apart and saying, oh, this is stupid. It's not going to make any sense. I think it makes perfect sense. It does. I think it's going to be hilarious. Trying to go bombing through the countryside with just Lego houses, Lego car. Legos, everything exploding as you're crashing <laughs> through the, the terrain. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be funny as hell. It's going to be so funny. Uh, it's going to be something to behold. And we're not going to have to wait all that terribly long. It comes out on this Thursday, June 13th. Yep. And again, it's called Lego Speed Champions. Uh, and lest we not forget, there was also a car on stage. Yes, they brought this car on stage, and as soon as they do it, like everyone kind of rolls their eyes, and go, "Yeah, here they go again, some you know billion dollar sports car." And then uh, everyone saw, okay, McLaren, obviously the title car for yeah. Horizon Four. I'm like, okay, they brought it out, and then they went to the trail. No one really noticed because it happened so fast. They had the steam and the lights and everything. No one really noticed, but until they zoomed in on it, all of a sudden they're like, "Wait a minute, the cars are made out of Lego." Huh. I would love to see a time-lapse footage of, of th- them putting that thing yeah, together. Yeah, that had to have they, been a project and a half. They had to have been working on that for months. I don't think it's as long as uh, what you think it might be. I think that might have only been like a month or so project. Yeah, it was a like full-size McLaren made out of Lego. That was incredible. Yeah, that, ugh, that, that has to have been glued together. Oh, absolutely. It had to have been. But it was definitely something to behold, especially when you when you zoomed in on you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's made out of Legos, a full size <laughs> McLaren. I think it was like a 650 or something like that. I forget what the exact model of the McLaren was, but they made it out of Legos. And it's like, hmm, that had to have been a project. That had to have been awesome. Definitely. I like I was that was I thought that was hilarious. And. Uh, Next trailer up after the uh, after that after I'm like okay that's hilarious I'm gonna have to check it out especially on third before the show on Thursday. Uh, hey, speaking of yeah there it is oh there is there oh, is a uh, okay I'm gonna have to watch that video thanks Vale we're gonna watch that video after this show <laughs> uh definitely gonna have to watch that it's only a minute I don't care it's still gonna be a good watch because that had to have been a project. That's so funny. And look, that's why I say it didn't take as long as you thought, because there's what looks like a dozen people working on this that thing. That is true, yeah. Uh, moving on. The next trailer up after the Lego expansion, which I still, some people say is stupid. I say it's hilarious. Yep. Uh, is for Gears Pop. 
Uh, mobile game can be pre-ordered soon. This game looks funny. Oh, yeah, the Funko Pop games are usually pretty good. But here's the catch that I always... I'm always hesitant, is they always make these mobile games look cool, but it never is representative of what the actual gameplay is. It's true, yeah. And that's one of my bigger hang-ups with the mobile games, is they always advertise them to be this sweeping epic and... But then when you look at it, it's a lot of, you know, clicking on your phone and it just it's not my style. Gameplay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But it did, the trailer did look pretty cool. It looked funny. Hello again, Midnight. Uh, next trailer up was uh, for um, State of Decay 2, State of Decay 2, Heartland, an expansion uh, available now. Yep. Uh I don't know if anybody, uh, to, to me, the original State of Decay was an interesting game. Buggy needed a lot of improvement. And then the sequel came out several years later. Everyone was really excited for it, and then it just kind of didn't go anywhere. Yeah. But, but, yeah, there's an expansion for it available now. Uh, there's a trailer for uh, Fantasy Star uh, Online 2 from Sega coming spring 2020. You've said a lot of your friends were freaking out for this. Oh, yeah. My oh, I am so pissed about this. losing his shit when this came on. <laughs> I am so pissed about this because Sega tweeted something after the fact. It's only for North America. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah. We've been waiting just as long, and there are more fans in Europe than North America at this point, I think. But yeah, they have no plans to bring it out just yet in Europe. Rep. Needless to say, I was livid. Yeah. That's understandable. And probably a lot of other fans. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we've waited years to get this. And then they just decide, oh yeah, we'll just throw it out in North America and totally ignore Europe for the time being. So yeah. yes, hopefully they'll uh, suddenly turn around and actually bring it out over here. Hopefully. Yeah, they definitely did not mention this during the conference. No, they didn't. I only found this out about 15 minutes after the conference when I looked on Twitter. Convenient timing. Yeah, Sega had to tweet it out because it had been announced. Let's just say the comments were... Uh, more than a little pissed off. Oh, I'm sure they're going <laughs> to be After people were freaking out one. for it, and then, oh yeah, by oh, the yeah. way. I have no idea what that thought was. Mm. Uh, after that trailer was, uh, Phil Spencer came out, talked about how they're having a partnership with Smilegate, it's a developer. Uh, they showed a trailer for a game called Crossfire X. I have many questions for many reasons. First off, is it, uh, I have... Right here on my notes, I have military shooter question mark. Is it a military shooter? I have no idea. I don't even know what this game, what the gameplay loop is about. You're like, what are you doing during this? Is it a shooter? Is it something else? Nobody knows. They, they gave so little details about this. I don't even know what it is. And then my, my other main question is, Crossfire X has already been branded by another company. Uh, no shit. <laughs> And that's what, that was my first thing. When she said Crossfire, I'm like, what the... F that's for AMD when you put multiple their graphics cards in series. That's what my gaming computer has in the next room over. It, yeah. I have two of the RX 480s, and that's that configuration is called Crossfire X. 
I am wondering how long it will take AMD to go mad on them. Which is kind of strange because they have such a close partnership with AMD for the processors for both the current, you know, the Xbox One and the next Xbox. You know what just amused me with that thing when it came on? What's that? The whole smile gate, I thought, that just sounds like the next version of Oral-B. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I can see that. Yeah. It's just, for me, I'm not even sure what the game's about. It's like It looked kind of like it could be a military shooter type According thing. According to Vale, it's a free-to-play MMO military shooter. Okay. They didn't even tell... And see, this is the other thing. When they start doing these a lot of these teasers that don't show gameplay... And this is another reason why after I've slept on the conference, I'm not it's not as shiny as I when I first saw it. It's definitely solid, but a lot of what they showed needed more gameplay to be shown. Yes. And not yeah. just teaser here, teaser there. And with these trailers, they need more gameplay in them so I can understand what they are and they don't even explain it. They go from trailer to trailer to trailer to trailer so fast that you're not even really you're lacking in a lot of details, and then a lot of these companies, after the fact, have to go to Twitter and go, oh, yeah, by the way, this is only for this region. Like, that should have been important information that might have been, should have been included. Yeah. I know. It's just kind of, it's kind of weird how they did that. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It looked maybe interesting. It's coming out in 2020. Not really sure. Yeah, it's just we Crossfire X, though. I'm like, really? Does AMD know about this? <laughs> yeah, Vale, the game might be in a different industry from AMD itself, but when they've got a copyrighted name, I'd expect to see some issues. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, next trailer up was for uh, was from Bandai Namco, a uh, game coming out in 2020. It's another Tales game. Oh, yeah. This one looks really good, The Tales of Arise. Yeah, a lot of my friends were flipping out over this because they're big fans of the Tales series. I, I, I haven't honestly, played any of it, but it looked interesting. It did Same look interesting. Here. Same here. I was just going to say, it's like it's actually a giant blind spot. I need to get around to play some of the Tales games. So do I. Like, How many how many times have you heard that we need more anime games? Mm-hmm. 3D kind of anime games in the same, maybe not in the same vein of like Persona, but like Persona, where it's like an anime, but in 3D. Yeah. And the Tales games have been around the whole time, and I just, I don't know why I haven't gotten to any of them yet. Uh-huh. It looked interesting. It really looked good. This one, again, one of the ones that showed more gameplay than a lot of the others. Uh, the next trailer up. Was uh we knew what it was immediately as soon as it started playing Borderlands three. Oh yeah, Gearbox yep. Software coming out nine thirteen twenty nineteen. Uh, it could be good, but again, it's what we said with Borderlands two was very grindy. It was, I know, to the point of where it kind of ruined the the experience. I'm still not touching this until it comes out on Steam. Yeah, there was that whole debacle as well. Yeah, I yeah. will wait for the exclusivity. Uh, right. Yeah, because I love Borderlands. <laughs> I love the original. Borderlands 2, I wanted to like so badly, but oh, same it got here. so dry after a while. Like, oh my god. So, and we're not even like high level. We were playing co-op together. and Yeah, we were in like the low 30s. Low 30s. Low yeah. 30s. High 20s, low 30s. It started getting so grindy. So obs- oppressively grindy. It was like, I was the soldier class. Every Every single encounter, I would have to throw out my turret and we would have to take turns taking cover and just like shooting, barraging hundreds of bullets at enemies. Not even boss enemies, just normal enemies that were either the same level or one above us. And 
eventually after several hundreds of bullets each that you know we would then you know win collect as much ammo as we could and then go to the next encounter same thing yeah and just after a while it was just like ah i we can't yeah so hopefully borderlands 3 is better hopefully one can hope we might check it out i don't know i'll have to wait and see on that uh next trailer though is something that definitely has dark god's attention it flashed up on screen that uh from uh hitatake miyazaki and george rr martin yes this looks fascinating it's a trailer, and you can describe the trailer as best you can remember. For it, it's like <coughs> without coughing. You really was. want her speaking? I was right just gonna now. say. Well, th- this it just it looked. It looked very Dark Souls, is what I'll say. Like the art style, and just kind of like the atmosphere and the mood. I was like, this looks like Dark Souls. What is this? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It's like it's another one of those. Not a lot of no gameplay, just a lot of you know. Yeah, images yeah. and stuff flashing up on screen and it's like it, that's what i have written on my notes is very dark soulsy is what i wrote down here it's like at the very end as they you know they flash up the the like if, if you will the credits to yeah the what what this is it's like all of a sudden we saw it was from software as the developer <laughs> it's like oh shouldn't you also lead with that yeah because that might also get some people's attention so what was this one called this one's called elden ring elden ring that's it yeah so it's uh, Miyazaki's son, George R. R. Carlin, and From Martin. Software, like or Martin, yeah, yeah. George R. R. Martin, and uh, From Software. I'm like, that's an interesting mix. Very <laughs> interesting one's got combination. I in a big way. Yeah, uh, your Discord server incorrectly identified. They said, "Oh, George R. R. Martin. That's the guy that made Lord of the Rings." Yeah, a lot of my I'm friends like, thought no, it was not... Lord of the Rings. No, it's uh, the guy who made uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. So. Very interesting mix of people involved in this project. Yeah, not exactly uh, a combination of people that I would expect. Exactly. I'm like, huh. Yeah, Elden Ring. I'm very interested in this one. Uh, after that, Phil Spencer came out, started giving the ending speech, talked about Project xCloud. Uh, Xbox Ones can be used as servers for xCloud. It's it's cloud gaming, basically, where yeah. you stream your games to the console. I'm skeptical because a lot of the, you know, not just the whole world is also this way as well, but especially in the United States, there's portions of the United States that just don't have the internet infrastructure to be able to support this like they think they can. Yeah. Uh, the game streaming thing is, it's there's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be starting up this October with like betas and what have you. It could be interesting, but again, I don't think the infrastructure's there to be able to support it in the manner that they would like it to be. Uh, he then started talking about the next console. They had another trailer for it, and I would call it a trailer. It's more like a hype piece with a, a montage of different developers and what have you talking about how powerful the thing's going to be. And, it's that. and uh, Here's the other thing. I think a lot of people have amnesia. Yeah. Because a lot of people are talking like this is new. <laughs> We've already had this exact – it's like two or three years ago they had – they had a, it was like maybe two years ago I think it was. They had this, almost the exact same type of – Developers talk about, oh, the next console is going to be a monster. It's supercomputer. It's it's unstoppable. It's, you know, it can leap t- tall buildings in a single bound <laughs> and make toast it for you at the same time. It's, it, and it's just, we already had this, and it's like, 
a lot of people are talking about this online right now. Like, oh, they just announced. No, they we've they we've already known this yeah, was coming. Yeah, uh, Project Scarlet. Project we've, Scarlet. We yeah, already we had this, this name. We yeah. already had this name for the last couple of years, but people are talking as if this is a new announcement. Yeah. And I'm like, are you paying attention? <laughs> Do you remember what happened more than you know ten minutes ago? Because, again, as it says, this is something we've already known about. What I was surprised about is that they were already talking about it. I didn't think they would talk about it this year. I didn't think so either. They, um, it talked about a couple of tidbits of details. Uh, it's going to have a custom AMD Zen 2 Navi processor. Uh, they're using solid-state drives as virtual RAM. Nothing... Uh, for those who don't care about tech specs, aren't going to care what's under the hood or what it's doing. The key that they're looking at right now is load times, so that load times happen virtually, imperceivably fast, which I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, yeah. yeah. As they keep talking, though, it's like, ooh, this this is getting more expensive by the minute. <laughs> and I think that's the exact comment we made the last, the first time this came out. Yeah, with the first a couple of years, or two like, years oh, ago. It's like, oh, all these teraflops and gigawips, like, this is just adding dollars to it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it's Project Scarlet. We already knew this. They announced, though, that it, they, and a lot of people are like, why are they calling it Xbox Scarlet? And like, It's not. It's just the project name. It's the, Again, that's where I'm like, I don't think people are paying attention. I don't think so, no. Which shouldn't surprise me, but yet somehow it does. But, uh, yeah, so it's coming out holiday 2020, though. That did not surprise any of us. That was when I would oh, say yeah. the earliest that I was expecting any of these consoles to come out. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, it's definitely the early end of what I was expecting, but not surprising there. Uh, and also not surprising is they had a trailer for, uh, you again, call trailer in quotes. It was more of like an FMV hype piece for uh, the launch title that they've confirmed for, for this Project Scarlet, Halo Infinite. Which, again, not terribly shocking, which is also obviously holiday 2020. Yep. My bet would be the second or third week of November 2020 is when this what I would uh, expect this to be dropping. Uh, and after that, they had an ending montage. And that was the Microsoft press conference. Yep. I say solid overall after I slept on it. Maybe not as shiny as I originally thought it was. It was more than acceptable, though. Definitely. It wasn't bad by it any means. It wasn't terrible. I think what could have pushed it over the top, though, was they needed more gameplay to actually be shown. Yeah. They yeah. Pa- they packed a lot in, and a, and a good portion of that definitely got... A, everyone got something to be excited for, but they should have had more gameplay to show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I thought it was definitely a solid show, is what i say. Yeah. Any further thoughts from you? No, I thought it was... I thought it was fine, to be honest. Right. I didn't really see much wrong with it. Mm. Uh, Kaz? Pretty much the same. same. It, it kept me interested for the whole time it was on. It did, uh, it's yeah. definitely the same with us. Which, it was definitely solid. To keep me interested for that long is a feat unto itself. It is true. <laughs> yep. Uh, moving on. Bethesda. Bethesda had their showcase uh, a couple hours after Microsoft. Uh... It's going to be the theme throughout a lot of what they showed is that they kept uh, 
poking fun at themselves. And They did, yeah. So- this one, I was already losing interest within the opening because they were doing that whole thing with the montage of people again. Yeah, it, <laughs> they start up with this opening montage of different developers from Bethesda talking about how uh, their their origins in games and why they think Bethesda's so awesome and everything's great. And then... And the fake cheering in the crowd when we'll the get crowd there. wasn't even we'll, clapping. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh... At the same time, they immediately uh, acknowledge the uh, giant whale in the room. Uh, they started poking fun about how uh, the fans are definitely not afraid to give us feedback. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they poked fun about the, the uh, Fallout 76 feedback. Yeah. Uh, Pete Hines, uh, Bethesda's uh, VP of uh, Global Marketing and uh, Communications, uh, came out for an opening speech. Uh Again, talking about how awesome Bethesda is and how you're not afraid to give us feedback even when we're not good. <laughs> and then he introduces Todd Howard. Todd Howard comes out, uh, pokes fun at the feedback they got for Fallout 76 and says, wow, I'm surprised that y'all are even here. <laughs> uh, my internet connection has just gone to shit. Oh, same here. Oh, so is ours. Oh, is it your end? I think it's Discord. I think it might it be Discord. Be. Yeah, it's just gone into the red. I noticed you'd gone lagger. All right, we're good. We're back. We're back in the green. Mine is still red with high ping. Oh, mine's mine's going. Oh, back mine's and just forth. gone to yellow. It's indecision. We'll keep yeah, this rolling. And red. <laughs> uh, overall, I don't know of any other way for them to really start this conference up. Where I think people are going to have a problem with it is that they kept this whole, oh, surprised you're here. Yeah, sorry, we, you're not afraid to give us feedback. Yeah, we're, but here's reasons why we're awesome. Yeah, yeah. It kept going the entire conference. It did. Which was annoying. One can say. Uh, first thing they talked about was uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. It's uh, Is this the mobile game? Yeah. It is. It's a mobile game. Uh Spoiler alert, far too many mobile games talked about on this show. Yep. This particular one, I have heard so many negatives from people about this game that I didn't even try it. I, again, I just can't get into mobile games. It's not my well, speed. I play a lot of games on my phone, you know that. Mm. I'm the one who does play a lot of random crap on my phone and my tablet. Yeah. Uh, no need to really go into any real detail. For those who are, care about it, probably already know. There's new updates coming uh, that launched that night, yes, last night. Uh, it's also coming to Nintendo Switch Fall 2019. There's going to be cross-play with mobile and also cross-progression. Uh, okay, next up... That's was... about the only thing they did right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up was Fallout 76. Uh couple developers came out for that. I didn't really write down their names. Jeff and Tom is all I was able to get out before they... This is the thing that Bethesda does, and not just Bethesda, but a lot of them do, is they'll say the name of the person coming out, and I'll try to write it down, but then the get the person will come out, and their name will flash up on the screen for all of, like, three seconds, and then it goes away, and I'm like... Yep. So, while it's live, it's kind of hard for me to write down, but it's like Jeff and Tom, two of the developers from for Fallout 76 come out. Uh, they started talking about Thanks for all the feedback you gave us. Yeah. Bethesda is always, you know, we're awesome at Bethesda. Yeah. And, oh, it, it, you told us how you did not like what uh, we put out with, but it was a new thing and we're, we're, we're improving it constantly. <laughs> uh, and now they're saying the, the Wastelanders update is what the trailer they showed. Uh, it's the, the, the Wastelanders update is coming out fall 2019. 
Uh, they're bringing human NPCs into Fallout 76. Which, why didn't they do that in the first place? I liked how they tried to give, like, a lore reason to back-end why they're putting in NPCs all of a sudden. Yeah. Where it's like, when, when the game first launched, that was year one where... Uh, you know, the vault dwellers were just coming out, so there weren't people in the world. But now that people have been out for a year, people are starting to settle and rebuild society. And now that's why there's suddenly NPCs around. <laughs> yeah, they should have done that in the first place and made it like an actual Fallout game with story. Yeah. And that's again, what th- put a lot of us off. There's new quests. There's going to be no- conversation trees are back in the Fallout style. Which, uh, that's more like Fallout game. Yeah. It's going to be free to people who already own Fallout 76. Uh, there's going to be a free trial for one week. For the next week, from today to the 17th of June, there's going to be a free trial for uh, Fallout 76. Is there, are you going to try that out? I was considering I it. I was considering it as well. Yeah, I'm considering trying it. You know, it, lo- it looks like it could be good, but again, I don't know how many people are still playing yeah. Fallout 76. Another thing they showed off that you can also try over this next week of the free trial is going to be a uh, a 52-player Battle Royale mode called Nuclear Winter. In short, fuck that. I was just going to say, is the uh, position of owning Vault 51 really that worth it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the whole, that's the catch of this mode is that, oh, we need a new overseer for Vault 51. We're I was there. like, is Vault 51 really that special? Is it really worth all that hassle? It seems like a lot of effort to me. I'm in the same boat as well. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, that pe- these devs just have to add battle royales to everything. It is true. Yeah. Uh, that's all pretty much they said about that. Todd Howard came back out. Mentioned Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six still in development, and then they moved on very promptly from that. Again, AKA, any you ain't getting that game in the next year. You're not even getting it in the next year. You're not getting it in the next three. Starfield is going to come first. That one, I would say, maybe 2021 at the earliest is when I would expect to see that. And then Elder Scrolls Six, like. Might as well not even get excited for that yet. Yeah. You're going to be waiting. Grandma Shirley gets to see it. I hope so. That would be awesome. Yeah, we know she's going to be in it at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. The next thing they showed was probably the most interesting thing that was shown at the state, at, at their entire press conference. The highlight, if you will. Uh, Tango Gameworks. We actually had to look this up because we had a, like, a, a Oh, oh, like a mental block. Yeah, I can't remember I'm like, who, what Tango, they did. I know them. Why do I... I couldn't think of anything they did. They did the Evil Within Evil series. Evil Within series, yeah. I'm like, okay, Tango Gameworks. Shinji Mikami came out. Uh, their next game is going to be called uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. This uh, looks fascinating. Not actually a horror game, but a uh, they called it an action-adventure game. Uh, the game director, Ikumi Nakamura, came out. Uh, both of them... Bo- and uh, Here's the thing. People online need to chill the fuck out. Shinji Mikami and this Ikumi Nakamura, um, shockingly enough, their first language, not English. Yeah. Chill out just a little bit. Yeah. Their English was not good. Should it you expect anything, you know, Passable more, enough seriously. that you could understand what they were going for. Yeah, it, yeah, but why didn't Bethesda get translators out to make it easier for them? Eh... Uh. That would involve planning. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's not their fault that Bethesda didn't plan ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's that's the reason why I think a lot of people that are shitting over both of them for not having good, clear English. You know, I, I'm, you know, I my first language off, and only language is English, and I barely speak it to an intelligible manner. Exactly. So you know, cut him some slack. And I knew as soon as it was happening that I knew people were gonna shit over him for it. And it's like. It's not their fault. Yeah. It's passable enough. You'll be okay. I was just, I'm just thinking, just piss off, you morons. Yeah. Not no. everyone speaks English. Deal with it. Yeah, no. But as far as the game itself, though, this looks very interesting. This does look really, really uh, it's interesting. Something, the game is like there's people that are actually disappearing across Tokyo, but it's not kind of like a, you know, where did they go? No, it's like... Literally, as you're walking through the subway, all of a sudden, poof, and someone disappears right in front of your face, and people start freaking out. And then all yeah. of a sudden, poof, someone else just vanishes, and their clothes drop to the ground in front of you. And it's like, uh, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. It. This thing looks really good. One thing of note, though, the all the H's and the D's for that ramen. Mm. That was some real high def ramen. That was some real, <laughs> real 4K ramen right there. It's very crisp. I think all of the K's were concentrated in that bowl of ramen. Mm. It's a one tasty bowl, one could say. <laughs> uh, this looks very good. It does. Very much has my attention <laughs> on this one. Uh, there's another fan montage with, uh, with, um, uh, oh, Bethesda is good. Look at all the things that we've done first. <laughs> yeah. All the amazing accomplishments we've done and over the years and how awesome we are. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just skipped ahead. Oh, 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 oh. Another thing. Add dragons to everything. Yes, add dragons to everything. Apparently that's the secret sauce. Yep. More dragons all the time. Uh, I think we're good. We're, okay, I'm going to skip ahead just for a quick second. But it was at this point in time, I think it might have been happening sooner than this, but I didn't really, I wasn't really paying that close attention to the chat. I was more paying attention to the games they were showing. A lot of people started that, that between the Twitch chat and then also in your Discord, Dark, Dark Eyes yeah. Discord here, yeah. started talking about the fake audience. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a conspiracy theory that was going on. And the longer the conference went on, the more I started to actually buy into it because they were reacting very weirdly to certain things. It's like, like way more hype than normal. Yeah. Like, people in the crowd were freaking out and cheering over the smallest things. And also somebody pointed this out to me after the fact. There are certain shots where you can hear clapping, but if you actually look in the audience, nobody's moving. It's kind of bizarre. And it was like, yeah. huh. several times. And the ones making the racket and doing start standing ovations at the front were Bethesda staff. Yeah. But it was yeah. like, this was this clip that somebody showed me. It was like, you can just hear people freaking out and cheering and stuff. And then you, you get like a slight glance at the audience and nobody is actually clapping. Like nobody is actually moving in any capacity. And it's like, huh. So yeah, the, the, there was definitely a fake audience going. I, at first, I saw it on the Twitch chat first, and I'm like, huh. And that's when I started looking at and kind of paying attention to it a little bit yeah. closer myself. And I'm like, hmm, that's definitely maybe not completely outside the realm of possibility. Yep. But I had that in the back of my mind for the rest of this conference. Uh-huh. Uh, from Zenimax, uh, Matt Fior came out, talked about the Elder Scrolls Online. There's a new expansion coming out. There are dragons. Um... 
It was uh, Elsewhere is, I guess, the expansion. It wasn't really clear. They, this this uh, this FMV movie went on for quite a while. You know, it looked good, but it showed no gameplay. Uh, they talked about something about Scalebreaker. I didn't really get catch the details on it. Uh, Kira Schlitt came out from Zenimax, uh, talking about. Uh, she's like, oh, let's talk about something completely different now. Uh, it's a trailer for uh, Commander Keen. Uh, created by id Software in the early 90s. This is when I wrote down Fake Audience. And uh, Commander Keen, though, definitely for a younger audience, but it looks interesting. It, it could be good for those who care about it. It was another type. mobile game, wasn't it? I think it was another mobile game. Yeah. Though it did look interesting. did look interesting. Uh wasn't 100%. It made me think of Dexter's lab. That's where a little that, bit, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of looks like Dexter's lab a bit. I could see where you could get that uh, in, uh, impression from it. Uh, Pete Hines came out again, talked about mobile games, uh, Fallout Shelter, Elder Scrolls Legends. There was a trailer, more weird audience. Uh, the, the Twitch chat at this point in time was tearing the mobile game craze apart. Yeah. Uh, I noticed that, and that's when I also thought, I'm like, they're talking a lot about mobile games. Mm, it's true. And it's just, it's kind of weird to me as a how people that would be watching E3 aren't the core audience for mobile games. Yes, I understand that it makes them a lot of money. The mobile game players aren't watching E3. But yeah, there's that. Uh, they had a trailer for a new expansion for Rage 2 called... Uh, it's either called Rise of the Ghosts or Insanity Rules. That might be the tagline for Rage 2. I think it's called Rise of the Ghosts from Avalanche Studios. Uh, again, Rage came out. Didn't really go anywhere. I haven't really heard anyone really talking about it since its launch. That was the thing. Uh, Eric Gustafsson came out from Machine Games uh, talking about Wolfenstein. Uh, oh yeah, this looks awesome. Cyber Pilot, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot is a VR game coming out in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood is coming out July 26, twenty nineteen. This looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. This looks yeah, pretty cool too. Yeah, as soon as I saw that and the co-op, I thought that's probably gonna be bought. Yeah, because Wolfenstein's great anyway. And doing it co-op with Kaz is gonna be a lot of fun. I think. Yeah, it, it, it looked definitely looks like a Kaz. strong game. Because it's coming out on Switch, too, so that'll make life even easier for co-op stuff. Because I don't have to that worry about thing at the end of it, though, when one of them was doing the double flipping off to the other one, that's like me and her in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun, I think. Yeah, that, that one did look like a stronger game that they showed. Uh, next up, uh, two people came out from Arcane Leon uh, with... Uh, Two people that uh, have unspellable names. Yep. Uh, I don't have them. I couldn't write them down fast enough. There was a trailer for their new game uh, called Deathloop, which is another very interesting title. Yeah, they this showed. also looks really, really interesting. Very good. It's like two different uh, assassins, mercenary types, that uh, one is trying to stop this time loop and the other is trying to continue it yeah and it's like you can play it from either side and i i don't know it looked very interesting it did it looks like it's gonna be a cool story a cool story again not a lot of gameplay to be shown though yeah. so that's still a bit of an x-factor 
but it's from, from it's from an uh one of the Arcane Studios, so you know they're the Dishonored developers. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Arcane Leon specifically is. I think that's a new studio, and this might be their first game. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, so I don't know if it'll be in the same style, but if it is, it's gonna be pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of forced swearing though from these two individuals on <laughs> it's the stage. It's true. That was a little awkward. Slightly awkward. Uh, I wrote down there was another fan montage. I didn't get to hear what it was because there was no audio. Oh, and then Dark Eye looked at me and goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, huh? And I jiggled the wire on my headset, and all of a sudden there's audio again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's good. I don't know how it just moved a millimeter without anything tugging on the wire right here. Yeah. I'm wearing it again right now. It's so bizarre as to why it happened right then. But at least there's another fan montage. Uh, did I miss anything? Not really. Okay. Why are just people being like, oh, yeah, Bethesda's awesome. They did this and that and this and that. Okay, uh, shut up. Basically. <coughs> yep. Uh, James and Altman and Robert Duffy came out. Uh, another Bethesda tech is good speech where, oh, yeah, Bethesda makes really awesome tech. Uh, and I'm like, ooh, new, new Bethesda engine, question mark. And they talked about it's called Orion, and it's not actually a new game engine, but it's like streaming cloud operating. So I don't even know what it is, but it has something to do with streaming, uh, game streaming online. Again, another company yeah. that wants to do game streaming. You know, it's supposedly Orion lowers input lag and reduces bandwidth usage. Both good things, definitely, but again... Who in the real world is actually asking for game streaming? Exactly. I don't know of that many people that actually care about game streaming. I think a lot of these companies are pushing for it. Speaking of that, by the way, BBC News even brought it up earlier. Saying, is this the end of consoles as we know it? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I think a lot of... I was just thinking at the time, and I said it to mum as well. A BBC delusional, they're based in the UK, they know how bad UK net is. And that's another thing, reason why I think that these game streamings yet again are going to flop. Like I think 10 or so years ago there was OnLive, and that flopped because the infrastructure was not there. And even still to this day, it's not there yet for everybody. There are certain people in more populated areas that have fiber internet where it could work. There are people that it just will not work for. And then there's also a whole other host of issues, whereas how many people's internet have a data cap involved yep, with them? that's the main one. Uh, and then there's – I have tabs of news for uh, Thursday's show for uh, about Google Stadia, about how the bandwidth usage uh, uh, and based on what streaming – you know, what, what resolution level you're at for that service. Uh, the bandwidth, you know, requirements for those are extreme – yeah. yeah, the thing is as well, they were going on about, oh, you only need this download speed. Have they forgot that when you're streaming, you also need a decent upload speed? Yeah, the upload speed is also important. And furthermore, it also would rely on no one else using the internet at the same time. Or, you know, discrepancies in uh, line usage. So, like, if it's, you know, uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday evening and everybody and their mother is online yeah. on your block... You're going to be lagging out pretty hard. The thing is, even when you're on unlimited fiber like me, if you eat too much data during peak hours, they will still slow you down. 
And so the... even if you pay for unlimited, you are still going to get your ass capped if you're playing at peak times. Yeah, and and I can almost guarantee that's what's going to happen. Another reason, and then furthermore, more reasons why game streaming is not going to happen. Uh, data security, anybody? Yeah. Because I don't think any of these companies have data security. How many? How, how long does it go between we shoot? Oh, this place got hacked. That other place got hacked. Yeah. And my final, you know, nail in the coffin for this game streaming thing as to why I think a lot of the companies want it to be a thing, but real world won't be as accepting of it is uh, a little game. Some people may have heard about it. The um, and now my brain's just completely blanked on it. Is that uh, PT? Yeah. Yeah, PT. Whatever happened to that game? Right. It got retconned. You allow game streaming to happen where that's just a thing where no one actually has a console and physical copies. They could just nuke an entire game for whatever reason. Oh, the license expired. It's going away. Bye. Yeah. And there's this giant push in the industry so that there isn't a used games market. And they get all the revenue all the time. I don't honestly see the game streaming being something that actual gamers care about. Yeah. Digital downloads is one thing, but to never even have the data on your own hard drive. It's like, that doesn't seem like to me, like it's going to be something that's going to have mass market appeal, especially like there might be some people that would be interested in it. The moment people start getting burned by it is when they're going to try to flip. Yeah. I just don't think there's the, uh, uh, the, the infrastructure is just not there anyway. So there's that. Uh, and yeah, Ghoul Shinobi's got the the stats in the chat in this discord in our Discord chat right now about uh, Stadia said to use one terabyte of data uh, for sixty five hours of four K sixty frames a second gameplay is worth. Uh, but again, I have those news articles. We can go over those on Thursday. More more information and details about it. It's extreme. Yeah. For anyone who has data caps, which the terabytes usually the, the data cap for a lot of these unlimited plans. Uh, you're going to hit that very quickly. Is a lot of data. Yeah, you're going to hit that very quickly. And that is a hell of a lot of data. It is. Uh, I think that should be enough of that. Uh, they, they, okay, for this Orion, they should, they showed a live stream. Uh, like a, they, someone came out with a phone in one of those controller docks playing Doom 2016 on the phone. Uh, using I don't this Orion. think this person was playing it. Well, that was the thing that I had because I, I was looking closely between the inputs versus what was happening, and yeah, I'm just not so really sure. A lot of people weren't sure if this was real or not. They had like a camera positioned over the, over this individual's shoulder looking at the screen, and I don't know. Apparently, it's playable at E3. We're going to have to wait till people who actually play it and report on it. I don't know. Again, I was a little skeptical by this one, but I was like, okay, if that's what they're going to show. Yeah. Uh, then they started talking about Doom. At first, I thought it was a new expansion for Doom 2016. Uh, it's not. It's a new game. Doom Eternal. This looks awesome. Uh, I know you like Doom. I do. Uh, people from id Software came out talking about how Earth is doomed. Uh, they showed. They actually showed gameplay. They did, yes. Shockingly, there it was gameplay. It looks fantastic, this. Uh, they, um... It's coming out November 22nd, 2019. Mm. Uh, right when you won't have any time to play. I was going to say, that's a week after Sword and Shield come out, so uh, we'll see when I get around to it. Right in the middle of the holiday season as you work a retail job. Yep. 
I think that's more important. Yeah. But also, free time is probably going to be going to Sword and Shield during that time. Uh, there's also a multiplayer mode where it's 1v2 with one Demon Slayer uh, versus two demons where people can use strategy to try to take out the Demon Slayer. It looked interesting. It but looks, yeah, there's a lot of different demons to choose from. <laughs> the, uh, it would be kind of cool to see what all of mm. the different moves are. Oh, and it wouldn't be uh, this without the, uh, oh, more info at QuakeCon. Yep. Because apparently it's also going to be called uh, uh, DoomCon as well because mm. Doom's going to be there. It's I guess. I guess. Uh, Pete Hines came out, uh, gave the ending speech, talked about more QuakeCon hype, called it DoomCon then. There was an ending montage. Uh, overall, I thought it was a wet noodle for a Basically, conference. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, we're awesome, here's reasons why we think we're awesome. Please like us again. Basically, uh, yeah. It was a lot of, please like us again. <laughs> Yeah, we hear your feedback, and we can't thank you enough for it. <laughs> Here's reasons why we're awesome. Yep, basically. Uh, I just, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Mm. Uh, Yeah, that was the end of uh, Bethesda. There were definitely good games that they talked about within there. Yeah, I am really excited for Doom. Doom was a good Doom highlight part. Uh, Wolfenstein, uh, Youngblood. Yeah, it's Wolfenstein, Youngblood. And, uh, I think that's going to be really, really fun as well. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, that one looks really interesting. <laughs> the, uh, Ghostwire for me has definitely would be the highlight. For you, it's probably Doom. Yeah, probably. Uh, a lot of the mobile games talk, though. Yeah. Far too much time dedicated to mobile. It's true. Those who care about the mobile games aren't watching E3. Yeah. I understand that they make them a lot of money, it's not the core audience that's watching E3. Uh-huh. Uh, and, yeah, far too much. First off, the fake audience was just weird. The more, for, as soon as it was pointed out to me, I'm like, yeah, that, that does seem kind of extreme. Yeah. A little weird and awkward and out of place. And then just the the, the too much apologetic, you know, nature of, oh, this is why we're awesome. Please like it. Just, eh, I don't know. It came yeah. off as a wet noodle for me. <laughs> And uh, that was all there was for Bethesda. Any other final thoughts about that for you? Not really. Kaz? Not really. Not really. Uh, right before the uh, recording of this show, we watched Devolver Digital. <laughs> it was an experience. It was not an experience. It is definitely. Did you see the last two years, Kaz? Uh, I saw one year. I can't remember when. You probably watched the. First, first one, one yeah last year during last year's e3 when we yeah. told you to watch it um it's definitely worth a watch all three episodes all so three far. episodes are priceless yeah this one they were ripping on the nintendo direct model of <laughs> conferencing it was it, so priceless funny. oh it was great uh there was a game that they showcased in the middle of that, though, that definitely caught both of our attentions. Yeah, it's uh, Carrion, it's called. Yeah, that, that one actually legitimately looks awesome. It's I'm like it's like look into that. It's like a reverse horror game. Cause yeah, you, where you play as the monster. You, you play as the monster, and you're hunting all the uh, the people in this what looks like a space base that are uh, trying to hunt and kill you. Yeah. But you are way more powerful than they are. Yep. Looks interesting. It does. I'm actually going to look into that one. Same here. 
the other thing that we have to say, though, is that over the last year or so that we've been saying, oh, the Devolver Digital Conference, it's legendary. We keep calling her Nina Strauss. I know. I don't know where we came up with that. I, I remember it as Nina Strauss. Apparently, we've been wrong. We've been wrong. It's Nina Struthers. Nina Struthers is the girl's name. Uh, and priceless character. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. Priceless. <laughs> uh, again, each... The first two years were 15-something minutes each. This one was 21 minutes. Again, definitely worth a watch. All three of them. Oh, they're so good. You know, obviously, you can't quite capture the lightning in a bottle that that first year was. Because <laughs> nobody was expecting. Everyone's like, apparently, Devolver Digital's doing a conference. We don't know what they're going to talk about, but okay. And, oh. Oh, it was so perfect. The, uh, the setup was incredible. The fact that nobody it was done last minute. Even the even Devolver Digital themselves decided to do it last minute. Everything was rushed, and what they came out with was just done as cheaply and as quickly as possible. And it, the way it landed, it was perfect. It was so perfect. Legendary. Uh, so it's kind of hard to ca- recapture that lightning about. But each year they keep poking fun at the industry and tearing it apart, and it's just so good. Yep. It's definitely, again, like we've said, worthwhile to watch, for <laughs> sure. That is all we have for day one of uh, E3. A lot of more things have happened so far today, Monday. Yep. Uh, PC Gaming Show and Ubisoft is now done by now. Nintendo is tomorrow. Oh, that's the one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, we will be reporting on all those <laughs> on this <laughs> Thursday's main E3 show, or you know, the, the main uh, VGP show. Yep. Which will be about mostly about E3 uh, and any other, you know, little bits of news we have thereafter. I don't know how long or short that show will be. One thing I can guarantee is short will not be a you know word I'll use to describe it as. Yeah. As this was just uh, two conferences and a quick note, and we're at about an hour and a half. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be an interesting one for. Uh, but E3 so far, I don't know. Overall, not as hyped. As I thought it was, I was hoping it could be, but not terrible. Not terrible by any means. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what Ubisoft has already done and also the PC gaming show. I'll also look over EA to see if they did anything of note. Though, to be fair, though, they happened on Saturday and I haven't heard anyone talking about them in any way, shape, or form. Basically, yeah. Which is also the reason why I really haven't looked them up yet to this moment. Yep. Which is pretty much all you need to know about EA. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I've heard zero about them either. Even Bethesda, I found it hard to find any news whatsoever on. Yeah. So, yeah, well, the people that have got news so far is um, Microsoft. Mm. Yeah, I'm hoping we're going to see more of Sword and Shield tomorrow, and I'm hoping that, uh, that we'll see more of Mario Maker 2 tomorrow. Yeah. It'll and be also inter- Animal Crossing. They better give a release date for Animal Crossing soon because people are going to really get some info out that. on Animal Crossing because they said it was this year. They said it was this year and they haven't even shown a single trailer for it. That's always a good sign. Yeah. I don't believe we have much else. Uh, so should we just wrap it up then? Probably. All right. Uh, I don't really have anything for final thoughts. Uh, do you have anything for final thoughts? Uh. 
I guess we're just going to go watch Ubisoft now and uh, look forward to Nintendo tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to be watching Ubisoft immediately. Yeah. Because uh, my back is stiff as hell after sitting in this chair. For, oh, that's it. Okay, yeah. yeah we can we're going to need to stretch then. it out for a bit. That's uh, Kaz, final thoughts. Bad. Bad. <laughs> Kaz is going to crash after she sends me this audio link. Again, as far as, also, we're not going to be able to watch Ubisoft because I have to quickly edit the show. It's going to be a very rough, slapped-together cut. There's going to be a lot of coughing and what have you and background noise. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give my full edit. It's going to be a sync it, s- cut it, and slap it together. <laughs> and that's all there's going to be about it. So uh, it's, it's not going to have – even if you would describe the normal main show as polish, I don't know. Some people might not. I can agree with that too. It's <laughs> questionable at best. Uh, though the point being is that uh, this show is not even going to have that level of polish. Yeah. And I don't think we have anything else. So until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. Daylight. Bye now. <laughs>